Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We're locked and loaded. We're ready to go, Mike. Got a loaded show for you guys. We got Halloween Havoc we're talking about. We got some big Ring of Honor news. We got a big, big trade going on in the NFL. And we've got some college football news, including, but not limited to, the preview of the big matchup between Michigan and Michigan State next week. Lots of stuff to go over, Mike, but let's just hop right in. Um, let's get the wrestling business out of the way. Let's talk Halloween Havoc. Uh, you know, this, this show is kind of one of those where I think it's a one-match show, right? Like, the uh, the main event got some pretty good reviews overall. Everything else is was there, um, I guess is the best way of putting that. Um, I didn't realize that they had that little spinny deal for the casket match. I didn't realize that that was, like, part of it. And so when mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they have a casket match, yikes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall it was... It was a show. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, I didn't see the full show. I just watched highlights and read recaps. But luckily for all of you here today, Mike Merkel watched this show. Uh, so we're doing this in reverse. Where Chunk I'm, notes. I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. say the match. I'm gonna give my thoughts. And Rob's gonna be like, Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna move on. Yeah. A full, yeah. I was at the GCW Drop Dead show last night. Uh, that was pretty fun. Lots of good stuff there. Uh, nothing all that memorable. There was a tag title change, which was kind of nice. There was a tag title change. Kind of neat. I watched it. Yep. Um, from my laptop. There you go. Uh, so that was kind of that was kind of cool. So you probably saw your boy on camera at some point during that show. Shut up. I was there. You, no, you know I did see did you. Did you see me? Yeah. I, was, I didn't know where you were sitting. Yeah. But second I, row. Same I, side I knew, we were sitting on I knew you time. were second row. I just yeah. didn't know where. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like squinting trying to find you because you weren't <laughs> just sitting front row. I so know. it was hard. I know. I forgot that there was even tickets coming out. So it was one of those late purchases. But anyway, yeah. going back to the though, Halloween Havoc. Um, I'm just ready for regular NXT events to come back. That's really what I'm ready for. Because these are boring, and these aren't very good. Yeah. All right, so we open the show with actually a fun NAC ladder match. Okay. Which usually isn't very fun. Yep, yep, yep. So we had um, Wesley, Carmelo Hayes, Nathan Frazier, Oro Mensa, and Von Wagner in this ladder match. Five guys. Wesley, like I said last week, wins this match. Nailed Nailed that bad boy. Nailed it. Um, There were two really funny things that happened. One one was funny. Um, Two ones. Uh, who was it? I think it was Von Wagner went to set up. Yeah, yeah he went to set up the saw ladder yep. and almost yep. nailed someone right in the face. Yeah, the referee was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Twitter. They were like, "He's like, whoa!" And he's like, "Oh, my bad," <laughs> which was absolutely hysterical. Yeah, and then one really good spot with Von Wagner and Wesley where he picks him up and does like the overhead thing, mm-hmm. throws him at the announce table, and almost clears the announce table oh shit. so he does like the overhead yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like throws him from the ring and he clears like the announce table and lands like almost in the chairs oh boy. and i was like he Yikes. that was like the farthest throw i've ever mm-hmm. seen someone get thrown from that nice um so nice. that was pretty cool they had a couple other you know unique kind of ladder spots mm-hmm. they were trying i this one you could definitely tell they're all right we're gonna come up with something yeah they, they, try. they yeah. tried to do the like they set up a ladder diagonally from the from mm-hmm. the outside floor on the ring ropes, and Wesley ran up the, to try to like jump up to try to knock the someone off. The Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, but he didn't like get on the ladder. He like yeah. jumped and like hit someone off or something. Oh, okay. So like he didn't get on it. Um, and then there were a couple like prone ladders mm-hmm. hitting the ladder kind of things. But all in all, uh, Wesley takes the win. Good for him because 
he is who I thought was going to win. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad to see that they are able to pivot so quickly and be like, hey, let's just give him a shot at the singles. You yeah. know what I mean? And let him see what happens there. Um, so that, that's good for him. Um, still thought Vaughn was going to pull out the win there just because they just put so much momentum behind him. But mm-hmm. either way, good showing for everybody involved, though. It, the, the North American title is slowly becoming just the, the five multi-man ladder match title because mm-hmm. it feels like the only time a title change happens is in a ladder match. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those deals. But, um, yeah, happy for Wesley, though, for sure. Yep. So uh, before we hit this next match, so we had a uh, a cinematic yeah. portion yeah. of this, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was coming. So they had um, Mandy Rose with the Toxic Attraction. Yep. Uh, they were going to go to this haunted house thing to go find Alba Fry to go yep. beat her up so yep. they'd have to have this match later or mm-hmm. something. And they go, and I think the funniest part was, so they, they roll in. And all three of them are like, I am the longest reign, or I don't yeah. know if she is actually the longest reign NXT champion or something. But she like, said, <clears throat> she like said something about being like the best or yeah. the long or something. So she's like, I am a women's champion. You guys are the best NXT women's tag team champions ever. I was like, probably. There's like four of you. Yeah. And they were like, all right, so we're going to go in there three on one, beat her up, and we don't have to see us anymore. So they walk in and they were just like making fun of all the tv like horror tv or like yeah. tv shows slash like commercials where like they have that one commercial when they're like the four guys are, or the four people are standing mm-hmm. and they're like why don't we just go on the running car and the one yeah, guy's yeah. like no let's go behind the chainsaws yeah, or okay yeah. like yeah. She, the one girl was like um you know like why would we why would we go into that dark room when there's a light room right over there and they're like no but we always go in the dark room yeah. so they all like went in the dark room uh- <laughs> and i was like this is so stupid but really funny at the same time uh they all split up for yeah. some reason right and then they all basically die yeah and uh so at the end of this all elba fry puts knocks out mandy rose puts her in her car and then they drive off yeah. to go back to the arena to have this match and toxic attraction gets left yeah. at this horror house so they're not involved in the match later I, i'm not a fan that's the problem with how it was a lot like, to take wwe really like leans into the whole like spooky thing and i'm like i get it but like can we just can we move on you yeah. know what i mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's kind of yeah. how i feel about it a lot of times i'm just like I get it, but next. Right, so next up, we had what I didn't know was a casket match. What yeah, was a casket I didn't match? See, yeah. When they said casket match, I was like, well, we did not preview a casket match for this no, match. No. So we had Apollo Crews defeating Grayson Waller in 13 minutes. Um, it was wild because they did a high spot where <clears> Apollo <throat> Crews fell off the top rope through the casket. Yeah. And they went, uh oh. Uh oh. And I think they had to get a new casket for them to like put him in awesome because i don't know if he was supposed to go through like i don't know if he was supposed to fall off it or right not, but right. they were sitting but and then like apollo cruz just like dove off it and went through the casket and then uh grayson waller was like so do i win and the ref's like well you didn't close the lid on him yeah well there is no lid right, right. he's like in the <laughs> casket but you can't close yeah. it on him so you got to get a right. new casket so they get a new casket out for it and then apollo cruz puts grayson waller in the casket and wins yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds good. I think did I have Apollo Crews winning this match? I yeah, think I, I think did. so. I think I did. Good. I had Grayson Waller because I thought yeah, he would be... good for me. But yeah, it's good for you. I know um, they also tease that he's like that. Apollo's looking to get the NXT title now. Yeah, uh, I want to hit on Braun Breaker's title reign here in a second too. So I'll let but you that know, will be but, yeah. in the best yeah. segment of the show. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the Weapons Wild match between Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. Um, this match was literally just. I have weapons. I hit you really hard, and then Roxanne wins. Yeah, they know they that had was, a big bump off the the stage. Yeah, they had the big one that. off the stage. Yeah, but for the most part, it was just like kendo stick, kendo stick, pipes, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. There's chains, mm-hmm. bull ropes, all that good stuff. 
for about 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Rock scene wins. Yeah, sure. Sounds about right. It was, yeah. it was a fun, uh, like, extreme rules type match. Yeah. Uh, we had the ambulance match, Julius Creed defeating Darian Kemp in 14 minutes. So Julius Creed. The Creed brothers are still allowed to stay in NXT, which Woo! I think we both kind of yeah. have spot on <clears> there. Um, nothing super. This is the one match I kind of was, like, on and off on. Yeah. So I, did, I don't remember anything too memorable from this match. Yeah. But... Julius Creed wins. And this is a tough card. Is, I think the reason why too, I didn't like hurry up and try to go back and watch this before the show because I was like, I'm like, what am I really, what am I really missing here? Yeah, you know nah. what I mean? Uh, co-main event here. So then we have the uh, the car come in. Alba yeah. Fry takes Mandy Rose out, throws yeah. her in the ring, and then they have their nice little seven minute wrestling match here where Mandy Rose beats her. Yeah, sure. Why right not? in the middle of the ring. So Mandy Rose retains. Don't know who the hell is going to challenge her at this point, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, sure, why not? Yeah. All right, so we speed through this entire card to get to this main event, which this yep. main event was awesome. Yes. We had Braun Breaker, uh, Ija Dragunov, and JD McDonough went 23 minutes, 47 seconds. Braun Breaker gets the win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, not an NXT takeover Braun Breaker if he doesn't break something in half in his entrance. Yes. Never it happens. Never yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this match, you know, spear galore, hard hitting, yep. close calls, literally anything you can want in a three-way match it yep. was. And Brumbreaker gets the win. Okay, so I have a question. Now that we're there, t- potentially teasing out an Apollo Cruz feud now, right? Uh-huh. Okay, he's he's turning his attention to the NXT title. Whatever. Do you feel like at this point, I would like to turn my attention to the NXT title too? Yeah, no kidding. Um, if I, the, if you, I could, you can just... get the you can get the brand new Rainbow NXT title on WWE Shop. There's a cheap okay. plug for you. So they officially released the new version of it. Perfect. No one's going to buy, but it's fine. It's already on sale. Like on, like, so it's on sale, but then it's like on the reduced price, like on sale, oh, on sale, because we were like, oh, it's the same exact thing, except for now it's rainbowy. Yeah. So anyway, um, I got the other one up there. Uh, but uh, right there. I, I know. Oh, oh okay. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to like, keep going. Okay. I thought you were looking for it. I was like, it's right there. Uh, no. Um, I am honestly at this point to the point where I feel like Braun Breaker's development slash character development, so like his in-ring and his character development, is almost being stifled by him being the champion. Because I don't feel like they have anybody that really at this point on the roster is able to elevate him to another level, right? Like Champa was the guy to go, hey, this is the dude that we're going to build around, right? Like this is the future of the, of the brand, right? But now that they've pivoted, and I've now gone to the NX, went to NXT 2.0, and now it's just back to NXT again, right? It honestly feels like he would be better off just being on Raw or SmackDown and not being the champion. I don't know how you feel about it. Like, I felt like if you were going to do something, like, give it to a guy that you just know is not going to – whoever. I don't care at this point, mm-hmm. honestly. But, like, it would have been, honestly, I think, better just be like, okay, Ilya Dragunov gets the win, mm-hmm. right? And then, okay, Braun's gone, and we just we just kind of go about – like, it feels like he's just spinning his wheels, and there's nothing – and I think that's part of the reason why I think this card suffers a little bit. The match was great, but the card as a whole where you go, man, it, it doesn't feel as important. The uh-huh. title does not feel as important. And by de facto, it feels like he's just kind of holding it. Like, yeah. he's just there. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's kind of where I'm at with his run as champion. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I think he's trying to do whatever they're asking him. Mm-hmm. It just feels not big. Yeah, I think I think the whole idea of this 2.0 yeah. has just made everything feel less significant. Hence because, why they're trying to 
pivot back, right? Yes, because yeah. I think I think the idea is like, okay, NXT used to be the third brand. Yeah, right. It used to be Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Yeah. Kind of like the old ECW, even mm-hmm. though that was, yep. you know, a thing. Yeah. Um, where they were like, okay, like all three, like if you're one of the world champions of these three. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. But then they went to 2.0 and they went, yeah, this is all like developmental though. Yeah. So if you're the world champion here, like it equates fine. to like a TV title in right. the main roster. Right. Because everyone that was the NXT champion from 2.0 mm-hmm. is like, oh, yeah. we're in the U.S. picture. We're in the right, NXT. Right, like, right. you're not like going for the world title right away. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, Kevin Owens, NXT champion goes right over. Like, Kevin Owens champion. as NXT champion beat John Cena clean in the middle of the ring when John Cena, I mean, he's U.S. champion. But the point is yeah. that he beat John Cena in the but middle then, like, of the ring. But then like a couple yeah. months later, yeah. he wins a universal title. Right, like, exactly. Like right. on Raw or Finn whatever. Finn Balor goes from NXT and immediately becomes first universal champion. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura immediately wins the Royal Rumble. Like, yeah. there's just things. Yeah, there were like go, things oh, where like that makes sense. Yeah, like he was the NXT yeah. champion. He was the best yeah. on that roster. Yeah. So now he's going to Raw yeah. or SmackDown on a bigger scale, a and we're going to present him as a top guy. The NXT 2.0 is like these guys yeah. aren't top guys. They're just holding this like secondary belt, mm-hmm. and it's so it just doesn't feel as important. Yeah. So I think now they're trying to pivot to be like, no, maybe this is an actual third brand again. Yeah. But I think it's going to take a long time. Yes. To, to get, they just don't to have the that. depth at the top of the roster that people are like, oh, like Apollo Crews being in the main event picture. That doesn't do it anything. It almost feels like a anybody. total reset because like early NXT was like you had like Neville yeah. as like Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd. Yeah, and you're stuff. just like. All right. I mean, they're putting on good matches, so I guess I can get behind it. But like, but it felt more developmental. Yeah. And then as and then, soon as Sami Zayn won it, yeah. is when I feel like it took another level. Mm-hmm. Because like Rollins, when he had it, it wasn't on TV yet. Biggie was meh, right? Bo Dallas was fine, whatever. But like when Sami beat Neville after they had that long run of NXT takeovers where Neville retained, when Sami beat it, he was the first guy where people went, okay. Yeah. And then Owens immediately won it, and then it just like. Yeah. Skyrocketing. Bal- Balor wins yeah. it. And then... Samoa Joe, Shinsuke, Bobby Roode, Andrade, Drew McIntyre. Alex. Like, you just go back and you go, wow, main event, main event, or main event, or main event, or main event, or main event. And it just continued on where you go, this is a big deal to win the NXT championship. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal to be the king of this third brand, the, the, the wrestling brand. Yeah. And now it just feels like they're in a weird purgatory where, okay, we tried to take a step back establish a whole bunch of new talent right away, right? Get rid of all the old guys. We're going to bring a fresh new crop of dudes in, which is fine. But at the same time, now that you're pivoting back, you're like, okay, we got to kind of reset again. In a very short amount of time, it's like, where the hell is everybody at? Everyone's just kind of floating uh-huh. in this weird area. And I, and I think... It I, honestly feels like they flop. Raw and SmackDown feel cool, uh-huh. while NXT feels stale. Yeah, and stupid. Yeah. I think... I think th- if you want to do a very quick fix of this, yeah. I think the fastest way to fix this is you have a relatively big name mm-hmm. Raw or SmackDown guy yeah. win the title back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted, like if Finn Balor was in a faction or something, mm-hmm. or like AJ Styles, like one of those guys mm-hmm. just come down, win it, hold it for like four months, and then give it to a younger guy just yeah. to be like, okay, now you get the line, like, mm-hmm. oh, AJ Styles is NXT champion right, right now. Like, that yeah. means it must be, because he's yeah. WWE Universe, and now he's right. the NXT champion. Right. Like, that's, like, a big thing again. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a guy that they could do that with that would, like, I mean, you know who would be the perfect guy? Bobby Roode. I know he's been banged up. Yeah. Bobby Roode would be the perfect guy, mm-hmm. right? Great shape, always a great wrestler, great heel, comes in, beats Braun Breaker. He's a champ, has a nine-month reign, and people, and he adds some legitimacy yeah. back to it where you go, 
All right. Yeah, like, he brings that the glorious go. thing. And he's yeah, like, exactly. Right that, yeah. Uh-huh. I just think it's someone someone from the main roster needs yeah. to go down and win it, and not like a Dolph Ziggler, like someone like with like who's either been it before or like yeah. has some legit standing in there. Yeah, and, like, right. Just needs Somebody to win who's it. in the upper of the card already. Yeah, current. yeah I, I agree with you a thousand percent. It's just just feels kind of like it's just kind of blah right mm-hmm. now and i feel like they're trying to figure out a way to do it i think they need to change the way they present it you know i was yeah. willing to give the 2.0 thing a chance i was like all right listen they're gonna try to log jam as many new characters at you as possible mm-hmm. right so you have to give them time to establish some people and i think you have established some guys right the von wagner's of the world the the grayson wallers the braun breakers yeah, Carmelo Hayes. exactly you've yeah. established some guys however right now it feels like they're all the same they're all kind of the same kind of feel. You know what I and mean? I, and I think another quick way, if you're yeah. not going to bring someone down, is you should do a draft, but have NXT be involved in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Because before you do the draft, it's our Raw SmackDown draft, and right. then like you pull an NXT guy up. Yeah. If you have all three of them in a draft, now obviously you're not going to let NXT draft like Roman Reigns or anything. Right, That's right, stupid. Right. stupid. But if they can get uh, like a Rollins, mm-hmm. or if they can get like a – Bobby Lashley or something. Right. Just like at least one or two big enough guys yeah. down there. So then it's like, okay, now this is actually a third brand. Because it doesn't really feel like the third brand. It's mm. It feels like the developmental brand. Mm. And you got to try to find a way to make it the third brand again. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how Triple H and Shawn Michaels kind of take it and mm-hmm. continue to mold it. I wish they go back to a less <clears throat> bright presentation too. Mm-hmm. Like, can we kill some of these lights and stuff? Like... I, I prefer the black and gold simply from a visual standpoint of like, it feels a little more grungy. It feels, feels more, more indie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like super bright and everything's like, ugh. it's like, it hurts the eyes yeah. almost, you know, I just, there's some things about it that I go, okay, I, I tried to give it a chance, but I'm now I'm kind of, I just want the old stuff back now. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just get that back? Um, Let's pivot here a little bit, though. Let's talk Ring of Honor. They've announced Final Battle is going to be happening in December, per usual. Um, and the potential that there's going to be a TV deal potentially in place by 2023. And that's something that's extremely intriguing, Mike. Not so much about Final Battle, but the TV deal. Give me your thoughts on that, because we've been talking at nauseum basically since Tony Khan bought it, mm-hmm. where we're like, we need TV. Mm-hmm. You need TV, need TV. Somehow, some way, I don't care what you have to do, we need TV to make yeah. this kind of its own separate thing, uh-huh. right? Um, and I think that's huge news. And I think it kind of fell by the wayside a little bit with some of like the CM Punk news that's going on right yeah. now and everything else. I think that's huge news for Ring of Honor. And I'm very intrigued to see who becomes a Ring of Honor guy and who becomes an AEW guy. Yeah. Because I think once they make the – once they get the deal – I don't really want to see a bunch of swapping over back and forth. Yeah. And I don't think you will. I think, yeah. I, well, I think there's a good Maybe majority. Maybe initially, but yeah. afterwards, I think like you need to be like, okay, this is the Ring of Honor roster. Yeah, I think I think there's a majority of guys who sign like yeah. Ring, of, Ring Honor of Honor contracts. Right. Like I know like they mentioned a bunch of times like Cole Cabana signed like a Ring of Honor deal, mm-hmm. which is why he's not on AEW, AEW right now. Yeah. It's because they're waiting for like the Ring of Honor stuff to start up so he can be back on TV. Right, um, right. But I do think there are going to be a lot of guys. Like I think the Briscoes will be back a lot when it's a Ring of Honor deal. Yeah, Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle. All yep. those guys are going to be back in, in action more often mm-hmm. when the Ring of Honor deal is there, right. which is what I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think this is huge. Yep. I think uh, I would really prefer it to be on Atrium Max streaming. I'm not no going to lie. No kidding. Like, I'd rather have yeah. that. I don't want it to be on, like, weird, like, 
Discovery yeah. Channel. Or yeah, some I shit. can't. I can't imagine unless they got a really late time slot on yeah. like TBS. Yeah, that they're gonna be able to pull off an actual TV deal. Right. Like I really right. just. Be I like, would be totally fine if they said, "Hey, we're on HBO Max every single week. A new episode drops Tuesday morning or something." I'd yeah. be like, "Done. Yeah, Sold. Same. Perfect. I, would be, I, would I totally will totally watch that. that. Yep. Absolutely. It's an hour show on yeah. Wednesdays or something. Yeah. Or like Tuesday nights or something. Doesn't even Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. Don't care. Is if I can go back and watch it. Yeah. Then I don't care. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that would be my preferred yeah. destination for it because I think it'd be fun, and I think having the whole catalog there, mm-hmm. where it's like if you're like three weeks behind, mm-hmm. but you can watch like episode yes. one, two, and three, yes. riding percent. right yep. into final battle or something, yep. I think would be really fun. I'm also very intrigued too with final battle. Going back to that for just a second, because we talked before, we're like, okay, Jericho is Ring of Honor champion, that helps. FTR is their tag champs, helps. Samoa Joe is their television champion. While I can't stand it, I think it helps long term. Um, you have a lot of legitimate names, right, uh-huh. that are holding all their championships right now. Um, do you think that changes before they get TV, or do you think that final battle is going to be hindered a little bit because of that? Like, if you're looking at the Ring of Honor champions right now, Jericho, Joe, Daniel Garcia, FTR, Dalton Castle and the boys, Mercedes Martinez. Uh-huh. That's a pretty good lineup of guys, yeah. right, where you go. Those are all credible in their divisions, right? Going into final battle, if they don't have a streaming deal or whatever yet, mm-hmm. I almost feel like it'd be better for them to go into TV with their first couple episodes at minimum with those guys as champions I, to make to get people to watch. Yeah, I, I that's what I was gonna say is yeah. I think it's dependent on if they reveal. Yeah. If like like if they came out on December fifth yeah. and said okay January third right. whatever day right, of the week right. that is mm-hmm. that's our first episode of Ring of Honor and HBO mm-hmm. Max. Yeah. I think it would hinder it. Yeah, like slightly more. Yeah, because you feel like there's they're not really going to do any title changes because yeah, they need they, that star power. Yeah, on the first four or five. Uh, yeah, episodes. I still I still want I want to go into final final battle doing like okay Jericho Bryan, right. but not knowing who's going right. to win that match. Right, right, right. FTR in the Kingdom, mm-hmm. not knowing if FTR is yeah. going to hold on right. or if the Kingdom we're going to take. Like I don't want right. to go into these not yeah. knowing exactly. because I feel like I'll be like when we're doing our predictions for final battle, yeah. I'll be biased. Yeah, because you're like, well, it's like okay, but like is FTR really going to go to TV every single week for Ring of Honor if they're right. on AEW contracts? Right. The Kingdom we're going to be fully at Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm more chance that the kingdom win exactly, if we exactly. don't know or i can maybe be they want split. maybe they want to make sure that people know where they're at so we want to leave jericho's champion we want to leave ftr's tag champs right we yeah. want to get those established names on a on ring of honor television so we can at least go hey jericho's on ring of honor oh i gotta go look at i gotta go watch that yeah. not knowing that three weeks from now he's gonna drop it which is fine yeah. but i'd rather have that than that which is kind of an interesting take because when you go to final battle you go Ooh, this card may suffer because of that. You mm-hmm. know, I'd almost yeah. rather them wait to tell us. Okay, it's not till whenever. You know. What yeah. I mean? No, I'd rather wait until like December seventeenth, the week after Final Battle, yeah. and, and then announce. Hey, we got TV. We got go, TV okay, on, cool, we, sweet. We got yeah. we got a show coming in January. Yes. Like, All right. Perfect. Yes. That yes. Good. Or even post show, like Jericho retain. Say Jericho beats name a guy right yeah. in the main event. After the show, Jericho goes, and you'll be able to see my, me and the Jericho Appreciation CI, the Ring of Jericho, every Tuesday night on HBO Max, starting. Like, whatever, right? Yeah. Just, you know, get it out there. But after the show, to give the fans, like, okay, let's – can we just take this show as a show mm-hmm. and as a pick rather than, yeah. like, dependent on, well, because they have television, this is probably what they're going to do. And I think that kind of kills it a yeah. little bit at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting for sure. Can't wait to see that. I'm in total agreement with you, though. I, I would much prefer a streaming avenue for them. It just seems like it would make more sense, quite mm-hmm. frankly. A ring of an hour Ring of Honor show at 11 p.m. somewhere doesn't help them 
No, not at all. Because no one's going to watch yeah. it. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, unless, you, unless you do, like, if it's Tuesday night at 11, but then, like, it gets uploaded to HBO Max on Wednesday morning or Yeah, that's fine. Then that would be yeah. fine. Yeah. Because, like, if you're... Mm-hmm. If you're not doing anything on Tuesday right. night at eleven o'clock, you could watch it live. Sleeping, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, but you could watch it like Wednesday morning then, right? On an easy to catch repeat instead of like trying to find it somewhere. Absolutely, for sure. All right, let's just focus here a little bit. Let's talk about football. Uh, let's talk about the big NFL trade before we get to Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, no longer Carolina Panther. He's probably saying, "Thank God," and he is now a San Francisco 49er. San Francisco trades their second, third, fourth round picks this year, and I think a fourth or fifth round pick. Next yeah. year, um, so Niners are going all in, which is fascinating to me beyond comparison. Now they don't have first, second, third, fourth round picks at all this year, just yeah. fully transparent here, which is interesting. I think it's like this year and next year they don't have a whole bunch of picks either. They don't have a next first round pick next year either. They didn't have one this year because the tra- I thought they so traded. Someone two was saying that they didn't have like any picks until like twenty twenty five or something. Yikes! But, anyway, but I could so, be wrong, and I don't follow the Niners. So so, so because of that, right? It's now one of those situations where the Niners are clearly all in, mm-hmm. which is fascinating because I don't know if they make this trade if Trey Lance is still their quarterback. If Trey Lance uh, doesn't get hurt, be- because it wasn't looking great uh-huh. for a hot second there. He wasn't playing all that well. Yeah. But Jimmy G's in there. They've kind of righted the ship. I don't even know what the record is. Are they three and three, yeah, four and two, something like a three and three? Yeah. Right? They're kind of at an impasse, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, we can either try to go for it again while we have a manageable time where we've got a guy you, that we yeah. know can get us to X position. Mm-hmm. Or do we just kind of go, meh, you know what I mean? And just yeah, see what we can do. I mean, do. I, think, I think it also helps that. Uh, Everyone in that division is three or three or less. Struggling. And so, like, it makes that trade. Because if they were, like, three and three, but the Rams were five and one, yeah. and Seattle was, like, four and two or five, right, and right, it's like, right, right. dang, we're just, like, not there that year, yeah. then they probably don't make it. But yeah. because they're all at the same level, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, maybe this trade keeps us yeah. so we can win the division. Where does this put the Niners? Because the Shanahan running zone run scheme is deadly, mm-hmm. right? Every year somebody comes out of that woodwork and you go, damn, he's awesome. And then he gets a big contract somewhere else and doesn't have the same success. Um, McCaffrey with that offensive line with some of the weapons that they have on offense, really just Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Um, but it's, it's a new look for sure. I can't imagine this doesn't vault them a little bit in a very poopy NFC. I, th- I mean, I think they're probably the second best team in the NFC. Now with Next McCaffrey the Eagles, adding? You think so, huh? I, I mean, I can't, like, yeah. the Vikings, I can't, I don't trust that. That's no, the thing. So here, okay, so here's here's where it comes down to, right, if we want to actually do NFC talk for a second, is the NFC North, don't trust any of those teams. No. NFC South. Tampa, I guess. Tampa, I guess, but who knows at this point. The rest of that division is so poopy. Mm-hmm. The NFC West, Niners, and I'll have an ounce of faith in the Rams. Yeah, I'll the throw them in there line, just because of the defending champs. Yeah, yeah, but the offensive line is awful. Absolutely you can't garbage. run the ball at all. So I don't know about that. And then the NFC East, is, I would say Eagles. And if Dak Prescott can throw the ball forward, maybe Dallas. With yeah. that defense. With the defense. I'm not saying the offense ain't good. That defense is extraordinary. Yeah. I don't know how they – Michael Parsons makes the whole world go around there. Mm-hmm. So I would say those are like five – I can't even tell you seven teams are going to make the playoffs this year. No, it's a disaster. It's part of the reason why I'm so frustrated with our Lions this year too is because this is a perfect year to be like, hey, let's go shot. Yeah, this is a perfect year to go 8-9 and probably sneak in because yeah. everyone else is so poopy. Um, yeah, um, the NFC is bad. So like really I, bad. I don't think it's like this hot statement to be like, oh, the 49ers are not the no. second best team in the no, NFC because well, I think they're easily – but they're, it's. I think it's Eagles. Mm-hmm. 
And then until someone beats them. Until someone yeah. beats them. Yeah. And then I think they're comparable with the Bucks. Everybody else. Everybody and else. Dallas, frankly. I yeah. guess, are the next. And that's the teams. thing, too, is that I'm I'm wondering. I'm I'm very intrigued to see how this plays out because, you know, Carolina clearly going in full rebuild. They're like, well, oh, yeah, they have to. Yeah, they, they have, have to, to tear it down. Um, but at the same time, you look at it and you go, okay, if you're the Niners, you go, man, we have this. If he can stay healthy, yeah, that's the big key for him is if he can stay healthy, look out because yeah. they're going to want to run the ball. They run the ball now. Yeah, they're gonna want to run the well, ball. And, and the thing that McCaffrey gives you is he yeah. can line up in the slot. Yes. or he can just be like five. You, you out. have a receiver who can play running back, and you have a running back who can play receiver. Yeah, you have interchangeable parts. Like there. like you're like I don't, I don't love Garoppolo by any means. No, but having Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, and Jeff mm-hmm. Wilson, they kind of and George Kittle yeah. to play around with. It's like it's not a bad offense. They and and, with, and with, with how good your defense is, scoring mm-hmm. anywhere from seventeen to twenty-one points mm-hmm. probably gets the probably gets wins against mm-hmm. most teams outside of maybe the Eagles, Chiefs, and Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very interested to see kind of how it plays yeah. out. It's and the a, fun thing is they play the Chiefs on the Sunday today yeah. at four thirty, so I get, I get to see a little I'm, bit. I'm gonna give them a pass even if they lose because I don't no, know. No, how I know McCaffrey's gonna play. I don't know if McCaffrey's gonna play a lot, but yeah. I'm just saying like you yeah. get to see a lot of oh, yeah. what this team will start doing. I'm gonna be honest with you, this NFL season's been poopy to me altogether. Offense looks because the Lions are no, it's not even that though. Like legit, like I had a lot of high hopes for teams. Like I was excited to see Denver play. I was excited to see like just because I wanted to see what happens, yeah. right? I was excited to see what the Raiders were gonna do. I was excited to see the Chargers, but I knew I knew Lombardi was gonna cut Herbert's nuts off and not let him throw the ball downfield. Yep. But that's another point. Like I was excited, I was intrigued, let me put it that way, mm-hmm. to see what the hell the Lions were going to do. I was excited to see it. What are the Eagles now? Mm-hmm. What's Brady going to look like? How is Rodgers going to somehow pull something out of his ass with this? And, and it's just been like... I, I think I think the, the hard part for this NFL season that yeah. people are coming to this realization is... The primetime games have been bad. Awful. So it makes the whole yes. like Agreed. like when I sit and I watch, you know, Sunday ticket and yeah. I watch like the one o'clock and four o'clock games, those games are generally pretty exciting. Yeah. Like they had Bills and Chiefs at four thirty. Yeah, right. Like, that that's was a, a fun game. game. That was a but great game. But when you're watching like Denver Chargers on Monday night football and it's nine to three and you want to hurt yourself. Yeah, like yeah. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or Thursday night yep. has not had yep. a single good game outside of the Chargers and yep. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah, watching these primetime games where all of America is watching these boring games, I get it. Yeah, but like, I think, I think generally the, the, yeah. the one o'clock games, like we had a Bills yeah. Ravens game two weeks ago where Bills came down from like seventeen to win or something. Yeah. Like we've had a lot of fun one o'clock games. Yeah. It's just watching I all just of feel the like primetime games. Offenses right now are stuck in neutral, and it's frustrating me. Yeah, like not not the, like I like good defense, but I don't think it's necessarily defenses are fucking killing it. I just yeah. think that there's been really bad quarterback play, mm-hmm. and there's been some really questionable decision-making. Like, the Rams clearly are not benefiting from the fact that they can't pay offensive linemen. Uh-huh. And it's very transparent, right? Yeah. Rodgers well, it's hard when you, looks... When you pay four lot. players, yeah. like, 60% of your cap, and it's like, we're going to no plug shit. and play the rest. So yeah. Plug and play's not working. Um, you know, Rodgers, terrible. Looks awful. Yeah. And, I, and I, it's the thing, I can't even say it's his fault. There, there's no talent in nah. Green Bay offensively right yeah. now. You know, you look at some of these other guys and you go, what? Like, what's, you know, Brady's struggling. <laughs> you, you know, know? it's bad when the Giants are 5 and 1. Yeah. The and Daniel Jones bad is just... 5 and 1 team, too. That's the thing everyone's like, oh, they're 5 and 1. I go, but the funny part is, it's like they're, they're not a good team. No. But their defense is actually, actually, like, I would say Playing above, well. yeah. above average. Yeah. And they stick in long enough to have a shot at the yeah, end. Right. It's kind of what the Lions did with Stafford for a lot of time. It's like mm-hmm. we stick in long enough yeah. until the fourth quarter comes, and, and then you just and you just yeah. 
do something crazy to go win the game. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to stick in long enough, and then Saquon's going to go on the 60-yard run and win us the game. <laughs> it's really what the Giants do, and they're 5-1 because of it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll end shortly, I'm sure, when they play. They're like, the they're like if that's a team that's the crazy playoffs, they play like destroyed by most good teams, I would say. Yeah. Like, Eagles will beat them pretty handily. Yeah. Um, like, Dallas think, beat them relatively I think, good. I think Tampa will beat them pretty well, yeah. even though they have problems. I think mm-hmm. the Niners would beat them. I think the Rams would beat them. I mean, there's teams where I go, I'm eh, pretty sure that these are teams yeah. that, you know. It's interesting. Nothing against the Giants. I'm glad you're 5-1, no. but... Yikes. No, but like if I was if I was to do a ranking of the NFC yeah. teams, they would be in the top seven probably. Yeah, right now you can't. How can you not? Yeah, you're the five and one. You yeah, can't, you can't. Just like how can't. they're playing everything, they'd be in the top seven. It's just like yeah. I don't think they're gonna beat anyone right. above them. For sure. Um. Real quick on the on the Carolina side, right? So you know they fire their coach and everything else like that. Dave yeah, Tepper. that rule. <laughs> um, you know, for them. Is this a if you're if you are the GM of the of the Carolina Panthers, are you listening to any and off like because I just saw earlier that they turned down a deal for Brian Burns for two first round picks. They said no. Are you in that's full sale? That's that's a tough I one. think I probably would have made that deal. I would have cons- heavily considered, considered yeah. making that deal. I'd be like, who are you? What's your team look like? I'd be interested. Mm-hmm. I it's like I think the only that's really the only guy you have left yeah, on this the, team. Yeah, the only untouchable people for me would be Brian. I, I don't even know Brian Burns. Like, two first-round picks That's a is, a, is a tough sway. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I, I like J.C. Horn, their corner. Mm-hmm. I think he could be a like a namestay there. Mm-hmm. And... No, that's it. Maybe yeah, Jeremy Chin. Yeah, Jeremy Chin's pretty good. And offensively, they're, DJ, DJ Moore yeah. is fine. Right, but even then, you're like... He's a receiver. And Chuba, and and Chuba have... Hubbard, I think, could be like a good workhorse back for yeah. you for a little it, bit. It's, that's but hard. there's not a lot there. They're tearing it down quickly. Yeah. So and they have age. a couple offensive line guys I like. like I think they have a mm-hmm. tackle that's good. But they oh, have, yeah, they just got they just took they uh, just took a tackle. Yeah, uh, uh, slash draft Iguanu, right? Or yeah, like that yeah. from NC State. Yeah. So. so they have they have like they have a couple. They guys. have like five or six guys. I'd be like, yeah, I could keep them, but five or six guys on a 53 man roster that yeah. you keep so bad yeah. or that would be I, that i could believe is a starting yeah yeah, yeah 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 for sure Interesting. like if you if you're finding 22 pieces they have like five yeah for sure all right i got a question for you okay i'm gonna get that and then we'll preview michigan michigan State. Oh, okay we're gonna okay. do that first I'm, I'm gonna do that first yeah okay. just just because that's the main event everyone wants to talk about okay, michigan michigan state Rob, okay let's do what we gotta do so i was listening much to my own dismay up to 97 won the ticket this Perfect. week. Okay. Yeah. This never ends well when you listen to them. No kidding. I have a great time listening to them. Yeah, you I don't. can't stand them. Um, but anyway, and Mike Valeni said something mm-hmm. that I thought was interesting. So I thought I'd pose the question to I, you. I, I think I might know what you're talking okay. about or else okay. we might have to talk about something else. No, okay. He says, or he thinks, right now as it stands, this is before this week, but Clemson didn't do anything to inspire a ton of confidence, right? And, you know, Tennessee played – whoever, mm-hmm. that the national champion Come is out coming on Big, Big Ten East. I did hear that, yeah. yes. I was listening to that. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I have two questions for you, okay? It's a two-parter. Neither one's not really all that related, but it's okay. <laughs> but it is. It's two parts. Yeah, Number yeah. one, do you agree with that sentiment that it's either Ohio State or Michigan based on what you've seen from Clemson, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, that's really all I got. Yeah. Um, that's about, that's about yeah. it, really. Yeah, yeah. Ole Miss is completely out of it now because they just lost to LSU. Yes. Um, and then two – well, actually, let me get that answer first because then I have a follow-up, yeah. basically, from that. Um, I don't think it's I, – if I, if if I wouldn't put money on 
if you told me, okay, you have Big Ten or the field, mm-hmm. I don't think I would put money on the Big Ten. Okay. But I do think the odds of that would be like Big Ten would be like the minus one ten, mm-hmm. and the uh, and the rest yeah. would be like plus a hundred. Like I do think yeah. there's a good yeah. shot. I think the only problem mm-hmm. is I think there's still a slim chance the SEC could get two teams. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do not believe the Big Ten. Well, will if get Bama two wins teams. out; they're in. If Bama would, yeah, because if Bama wins out, they will be a one loss SEC championship. Yeah, and, and they, and and they and beat Georgia, Georgia, and then Georgia, Georgia or Tennessee. They yeah. would beat one of those two. Georgia yeah. and Tennessee play, play in each other two weeks. Right. So whoever so, wins that game, go right. And goes then, to the championship. Yeah. If Alabama beats that team, then they're in. Yeah. And then I do think if Alabama wins that, they'd probably end up being the one. A one loss Georgia team without an SEC championship gets in. Probably, right? I, I can't, and so there's no way. And I don't think I would have the argument. Now, I think the only way is if the committee would somehow say if Ohio State went 12 and 0 won the Big Ten, they are the two. And if you made the argument that Michigan loses by three to Ohio State in Ohio right. State is better than any other right. team, right. you might get two Big Ten, two SEC. Right. I find that very not likely to happen. No. But it could happen. And and, and that's very subjective. And that's why it's interesting because I go because basically what he's saying is the winner of Ohio State Michigan wins the whole thing. Yes. Because there's no because of the way it's set up right now, because the SEC has the ability for Georgia and Alabama to go to the title game against each other. Mm-hmm. Where and I think that's why Georgia would get a nod over a one so one loss Georgia would get in over a one loss Michigan because they lost in the SEC championship game rather than losing in the last game of the regular yeah. season. Now I do think it's the dumbest no, thing so ever, but I will say I do think it matters because I will say if Michigan goes into Ohio State loses by three on a last second field goal yeah. and Georgia loses by like thirty one. Yeah, like they did last year. Then I think okay, then I would put Michigan in because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. You guys played the one and two. Right. Michigan had to go on the road, lost by three. Right. Like it depends how you lose. Yeah. Also in that situation. Also, okay. yeah. I would I would say too. But, but um, and with the idea of Clemson almost guaranteeing to get in at this point because ACC yeah, sucks ACC's and they're gonna terrible. and they're gonna be thirteen zero and as an ACC champions. Right. So right. I think Clemson's gonna basically guarantee a spot in there. Yeah, it's, I think they pretty it's much hard. locked themselves into the three. I spot. think it's gonna be hard to find two Big Ten teams to get in there. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think it's hard for me to go okay. Ohio State over Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson is a tough mm-hmm. bid. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, now, sure. if you told me somehow Ohio State one, Alabama two, Clemson three, Ohio State four, or or something like that, where like maybe not the Big Ten teams play each other, but like if you could get two Big Ten teams in, yeah, and one SEC, somehow one SEC, Michigan sneaks in at the four, and Ohio State's the one. Yeah, to say that. yeah, or or something yeah. like that, or Ohio State's the two, Alabama's right. the one, Michigan's the four, Clemson's the three. I could go. Okay, now I could see a Big Ten team winning. Right. But I would say odds are because you'll probably only get one. Yeah. And I don't love Ohio State. Yeah. I would probably say I would probably take the field okay. over Big Ten. Yeah. But for sure. I think it's I think they're the both could why. be really competitive. It's half though. the reason why our the way it's set up right now needs to change. Yeah. Because you can make the argument right now that Big Ten is two of the best four teams in football. Yeah. And only one's gonna get to go and a shitty Clemson team, which I am not sold on Clemson in the slightest. Mm-hmm. I think it I think Clemson gets killed by Georgia, Bama, and Ohio State, and I don't think it's close. They just benched Ugalele to beat Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And Syracuse did everything they could to lose that game mm-hmm. yesterday. I'm not confident at all in Clemson right yeah. now. Clemson looked bad yesterday. Clemson has looked Better, good yeah. I, I don't disagree. Like, they beat NC yeah. State, who's ranked number yeah. ten. They went into a dog war with Wake Forest, who's pretty good. Right. So they they played some good teams and beat some good teams. Yeah. But like, 
I just don't see. I just don't see them offensively. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it all. They don't have the T Higgins. They don't have yeah. the Trevor Lawrence guy. They don't have an ETN. Like one guy they can. Shipley's not those guys. Mm-hmm. He's just not. But yeah. we're getting off topic. Okay. Second part of that question is okay. As a Michigan fan, mm-hmm. okay. How are you scared to entertain the thought that they should be? considered to be a national championship contender like a legitimate national championship like people are talking about michigan being a team that has every right to be a national champion Mm -hmm. with everything that we've gone through with the muffin the punts and the the spot and all this other crap right and it starts this week and that's kind of my awesome transition to michigan michigan state but are you afraid to acknowledge because I think a lot of Michigan fans right now are in that setup of, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Because, yeah, they just put a whooping on Penn State, mm-hmm. which was a big statement game for them. They've got Michigan State, which is the biggest of trap games of trap games. And then they still got to play like Illinois, who's mm-hmm. tight and top, and they still got to go to OSU. But I think Michigan fans are very afraid to go and say and puff their chest out a little bit, at least the, the rational ones. Some of them are like, no, no, we're winning everything, and they think that every year. The, the rational ones are afraid to go and say, I think we can win a national championship. Where are you on that? Yeah, I, I definitely think you could win a national yeah. championship. I'll put it – like, I say that you are one of the five best teams in college football. Mm-hmm. I think it's Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Bama. and Tennessee – yeah. And Clemson's probably six, but yeah. Clemson will get in because right, 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 of their right. Yep, 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 yep. But I think those are the five best. Yeah. Now, I think there's no team. Like, I think Georgia last year, I think we kind of underscored because yes. Alabama beat them by so much in the yeah. SEC championship. I that think it like, clouded a lot of people. It clouded a lot of people. I think Georgia was clearly the better team. Clearly the better team. Like, yep. LSU in 2019 was, was maybe the best, the best team ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like we've we seen good Bama teams like that. We've seen like, a lot, really like 20, 2021 yeah. national team with Devontae Smith and those guys, yeah. where it was like, you're just not stopping them, basically. Yeah. They're going to score every possession, you can't do anything about it. I don't think there's that team And that's this why year. this year is interesting, because, and I, that, Valeni, to his credit, I'll give him credit here, he made that point, he goes, there is not that team this year. No. It is, this is the year where if Michigan got it done, you could be like, they snuck one in. Yeah, like almost, if, if, right? if Michigan... Beats Ohio State, and they were the two seed. In Ohio State, wow, what a freaking win that would if, be. If you wow. beat them, you're the two seed, and you play Clemson as a three seed, Yeah, you could beat Clemson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then if you go to the national championship, and you're playing yeah, either Alabama shot. or Georgia or 50-50 Tennessee. 50-50 shot. 50-50 shot. Like, yeah. I, think, like, I don't think it's like, oh, Georgia's going to beat you by 100. Here's I'm like, I think there is a legit shot. I think Michigan, if, if they play Tennessee, I think they beat Tennessee. Yeah, I think they could definitely beat The Tennessee's defense is not good. It is no. not good. I think they I think, go into a shootout. Yeah, but I think they I think can they beat, beat Bama them. right now. Bama's defense has looked their secondary brutal. Um, and their offense isn't the same. Yeah. Even with Bryce Young trying and, to do everything he can. And Georgia lost like 16 players last yeah. year. So right. that's that's why. Right, and Stetson Bennett is not great. Yeah, I'm not out here just yeah. like, oh, no, no, I definitely yeah, yeah. think no, they're just going to no, go no, win No, I agree. I don't think they beat Ohio State still. So there's that. I think it's a hard ass to beat Ohio State. Yeah. But I do think that if Michigan can pull out that game. Yeah, if they can go undefeated and win the Big Ten, I can't come on this show and say they I don't, don't think have they a can shot. win. Like, I, think have la- to I think last year we were like, oh, they could definitely win, but like it was yeah. really like 
I don't know if they're yeah. actually good enough. Right. I think because of how bad Georgia played, everyone was like, Michigan's look has played their best two games all year. They just killed Ohio State, and then they, and they beat they, Iowa, and, they, and, then and then they no destroyed one, Iowa, and no one realized about. Iowa was just awful. Yeah. Basically. Well, no one realized that. Georgia was as good as they were, and mm-hmm. Georgia was playing with house money, and they're like, yeah. "We're going to get in regardless. We don't need the SC championship. We're going to yeah. get in." Yeah. And so, and, and you know, but anyway, I do think there's a very high contingent of Michigan fans that I think are afraid. Yeah, it's fine. I think they are afraid to come out and say, and I, I'm part of that. I think I'm one of them. I have not. I'm still at this point. The Penn State was big for me mm-hmm. because not that I think Penn State's the tenth best team in the country. James Franklin is the one of the worst coaches in America. Mm-hmm. I will not have that argument here, but. At the same time, that was a big win. Yeah. But we haven't seen Michigan really be in danger yet. We haven't seen them overcome, really. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, even in Mar- the, the Maryland game, you know, it was close I think, for so a minute. I think, I think things that you can say yeah. have been pluses for Michigan is they played the three really bad teams early, which mm-hmm. got their confidence up. Mm-hmm. And then they played games like Iowa, and they played games like Maryland, yeah. and teams like Penn State, where – I think they got punched in the mouth. Yeah. In different And parts. recovered. Yeah, like their defense got punched early against Maryland, and then yep. they recovered. And they recovered. Their offense got punched early by Iowa. And they, they recovered. recovered. And I think and Penn, Penn State, yeah. because they were – I think I think Penn State was so interesting because it was – They outplayed them you, so well. You, and it was you, so were, you had game. 17 first downs to one. Yeah. You had 280 yards, so they were 17. Yeah. And at halftime, you were – Winning, winning by two, yeah. it was fourteen to thirteen at one point yeah. because you made two bad mistakes, yep. one on defense, one on offense, and, 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 and it you was got sucker clearly punch. Your fault. It yeah, was clearly your and fault. And you got sucker yeah. punch. You were like you were groggy a little bit, yeah. And then you just came back with a fury, yeah. and just won the game. But I think those moments, and honestly, I know everyone's like, "Oh, it would be so fun to blow Michigan State out." I hope Michigan State. Well, Michigan State's gonna put. Well, I can't wait to talk about that because they're, they're gonna put up a fight. I hope. Michigan. I hope Michigan State goes up like 10-0 early, yeah, and really gets punched. Yeah. And everyone's like feeling the pressure, yeah. and Michigan pulls through. Now, if they don't, then it sucks, right, obviously. Right, yeah. But I think that would be very interesting for a team. Big rivalry game gets punched and gets like knocked down at home, and it's like, what are you gonna do about it? Let's talk about Michigan. Michigan State. I think it's a perfect transition there because this is, you know, we talked about Illinois being a trap game for sure because they're playing really well, and that's a team yeah. we're like. I don't even know if that. So I don't even know if I would consider that a trap game because I think Illinois is actually kind of good. Yeah, but like you're you're still expected to beat them, I yes. guess. Is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's the game right before Ohio State. It's mm-hmm. a very easy situation to look right past them and go, "Well, we got to focus on Ohio State." Yeah. Right. Um, this game here, and I am not trying to be inflammatory in these remarks, a la ninety-seven-one. This is the biggest game Harbaugh's had since Ohio State last year. This is a huge game for them. This is mm-hmm. a humongous game. Yeah. And not because it's a rivalry. Could give a shit less about that. It is because you haven't beaten them in two years, mm-hmm. and you can't. You don't have wiggle room. Yeah. You do not have wiggle room right now. Ohio State looks like their offense can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. You have to go out here and play like you did in the second half of Penn State, and you need to take care of business. Yeah. Like as much as I agree with you, where I think it'd be a very interesting kind of conversation where Michigan State goes up two scores early because yeah. they're they are going to throw everything they can this is their game this mm-hmm. is their bowl game this is their super bowl their national championship they may not make a bowl game this year there's mm-hmm. a good chance that may not happen now beating wisconsin helps quite a bit but there's a chance they don't make a bowl this year this is michigan state's entire season and i'm not saying that as a 
big brother, little brother comment. I'm saying this as a, your season's a dumpster no. fire. Well, yeah, this it, is the only redeeming yeah, so game you have left. I know, I know Michigan fans like to be like, Ohio State, but like those years where Michigan was bad, yeah. it was, all right, at least we beat Michigan State. Like yeah. Michigan fans go through yeah. it too. Oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's whoever's yeah. worst. You're never going to be Ohio State, but you can beat Michigan State. Yeah, it's like yeah. whoever whoever's worse that year, yeah. especially ones like substantial, substantially worse, yeah. it's, okay, this game is your big game. Michigan has to come out with a freaking fury. Yeah, and they need to come out and do- and and literally they need to stomp on Michigan State from the get go. Yeah, and now I would appreciate that to happen. Yeah, um, no, I, and I think yeah. they've had enough adversity to like mm-hmm. with say because I think my biggest thing was like in 2018 and 19 when they were so dominant over everyone else but got destroyed by Ohio State mm-hmm. is they weren't like prepared to be losing no like there were a lot of times yeah oh, and yeah. even 2021 scared me a little bit yeah because there was like stats where it was like. They have not trailed yeah. all season, and I go, that's not necessarily the best thing in the world because no, you don't know how to overcome that. Yeah, yeah, yeah when exactly. It hits you in the mouth, yes. Yeah, and like, so, like the Penn State one was nice because it was like, like you played so well, but you're trailing. It's and like, you what gave you them do? points, and it's one of those things where like you put yourself in this situation, you, you now get, have to get yourself exactly. Yeah. So like, yep. that's that's the only reason. I know it might be crazy to say, but that's the yeah. only reason why I want Michigan State to like. I want. It's not like I want JJ to throw a pick six, but yeah. I just want that like you make a mistake. They return it. You're down ten. It's like okay, it's on you to come back now. It's on they, you to do that. They need to beat Michigan. State. Now, what I think will actually happen is Blake Horn will run for like 400 yards and just destroy them. Yeah, but Michigan State does a good job of stopping the run. JJ is going to have to make some throws. Penn State was the best run defense. Yeah, I know. And, but and I was great run defense. No, I know and they're that. Just running I know. All over these people, but they are so. going to have to make some throws. That secondary for Michigan State is brutal. Yeah. They're going to have. He's going to have to make some throws. Yeah, I would so. love. To coming out of this game, first off, a win. I don't care how you get it is number one. Number two, though, I would love to see JJ hit a couple deep balls. Mm-hmm. Get that confidence up. They've had a week to prepare. But I'm telling you, this is a game that Michigan fans cannot go in there and think they're going to win by 30. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. I'm sorry. Even I, I don't like the rivalry thing, but that is part of it. It's a rivalry game. I know you're at home, but Michigan State has nothing to lose. If you if they get dog walked by Michigan next Saturday, everyone's going to go, "Well, no shit." They're three and three. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You're the you're the number three team in the country. You yeah. should do this. But for Michigan State, they're like, hell, let's do the one thing that'll kill everybody yeah. and beat them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't. And if you want an exact game comparison yeah. that I just thought of, but yeah. perfect, is if you watch Lions Rams last year. Yeah, it's going to be Michigan Michigan State where yeah. Lions went out. Onside kicks, fake punts, fake punts yep. doing everything they can to try to beat you mm-hmm. because you know you're just not as good as the Rams are. Yeah. But it's like, let's just try to keep it competitive. Right. And Michigan State will pull all that out. Yeah. And Mel Tucker being 2-0 in his career against Michigan so far, Harbaugh needs this for whatever reason, you know, to beat Mel yeah. and all that stuff. It's a big game. It, it is it is a big game for a lot of reasons. You don't want to take a Big Ten loss right now and have to go in and beat Ohio State. I mean, you have to go beat Ohio State regardless anyway. But it's yeah. it's a situation where you don't want to to put yourself in that situation. Uh-huh. Don't do it. Don't play around. Don't come out flat. You, if anything, everybody on that team last year should look at that and go, "We let last year happen, mm-hmm. and it's unacceptable. We need to go in there and and, and beat these fools." Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Um, give me a prediction. Do you, do you, I mean, do you, do you have a score in mind? Um, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I don't know what the spread is right now. 23 and a half. Is it really? Wow. Uh, I'm taking, um, I'm taking the under on that. I don't think they win by that much. I don't now 17, maybe. Yeah. I'm looking at 34, 17. Yeah. But... Um, I think that's, a, I think that's, a, you know, 
But I think Michigan State's going to keep it close. It's the one game every year Michigan State, for whatever reason, turns into a top five program, mm-hmm. except for the years where they actually were a top five program. Yeah. Like, they, they turn it on. It's that game for them. And I need Michigan to look at them and go, this is just another team. And we need to beat the shit out of them and yeah. be done with it. They need to do what they did to Penn State. They need to do what they've done to Wisconsin in years past. They need to do what they did to Iowa and Maryland and all these other teams and go out and go, we're better than you. This is how we're better than you. And we're going to show you and we're going to run it down your throat for four quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, looking ahead a little bit, though, right, you know, uh, on Michigan's schedule, right, do you, do you think that outside of the Michigan State game, is there another game before Illinois you're looking at and going, okay, like – Michigan fans need to start preparing themselves for a bit of a war. Like Rutgers to me is still a little bit scary just because Greg Schiano is a decent coach, but they're so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But they play hard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's another game. Michigan State season's over. I'm sorry, Spartans fans. I don't know what you want me to talk about. Mm -hmm. You're you're three and three. I don't know what to tell. Three and four. Um, four. Exactly. So I don't know really what we want me to talk about here, but for Michigan, it's really, I think their season is going to come down to three games, Michigan state, Illinois, and Ohio state. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're home against Michigan state at Rutgers. And that's the thing. They're at home. You can't lose Michigan state at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At Rutgers home against Nebraska home against Illinois at Ohio state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I I really can't see it. It's coming down to that game. I think I, I, if I was to see Ohio state. Yeah. Goes at Penn State this week. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a that's good a one. tough one. And then the week before Michigan, they go to Maryland. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, those are two that if I was Ohio State fan, I'd be like, those kind of worry me because mm-hmm. going to play Penn State at well, they play at noon and then play Maryland. I'm like, that's a lot tougher, I think, than Michigan playing Michigan State at home and then Illinois. I mean, but, they're still going to win those games because Penn State's still poopy, but it's fine. Um, but I'm I'm intrigued by it. I just think James Franklin's just a terrible freaking football coach. He's just awful on so many levels. Um. Yeah. All right. So we got Michigan taking the dub here. Um, yeah. I don't even like picking them against the, for this stuff because I just it's this it's these are the games that frustrate me most as football fans because if they come out flat, I have no fear. Rob. It's going to be so upsetting no to fear. me. So upsetting to me. But they got a week of bye right to prepare. They both did. Yeah, they both did. So they're both going to be rested, healthy, all that stuff. I mean, you know, Michigan State's game plan: run, run, throw to Jalen Reed, run, run, throw to Jalen Reed. So. I mean, so if Ronnie happens. Bell or somebody from the receiving core doesn't have 200 yards receiving, something's wrong. No shit, like legit, right? So yeah. I am, I'm intrigued. I'm, you know, it's an interesting time for sure. So Joel Klatt made the perfect thing. He was like, "Listen, Michigan can win a national title, but uh, by the way, you might want to beat Michigan State. You might want to just do that, and, you know, because that's not going away." Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. But anyway, next week we're going to be talking the fallout from Michigan, Michigan State. If we're either going to come out here happy or come out here and be go, "What the hell happened?" Um, so that'll be good, yeah. but uh, that'll be next week for sure. But that's gonna be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the missing whale man, he's the Merkso Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Rob Medica. We will see you guys as always next time.